0: Welcome to Psych Segments, all kinds of psychology knowledge in tiny segments, hosted by your personal psychology professor and made for the psychology student or student at heart. A podcast that even your mom would approve of. Just ask Freud. Well, we made it to 2019, and if you are just enrolling in a psychology class, I'm sure you're a little anxious to get started. So I'm gonna start you off today with a common topic that's discussed in a lot of psychology classes, whether it be a general psychology class, a developmental or human growth and development psychology class. Um, Even educational psychology will cover this, and that is the theory um, of cognitive development from Piaget. So this is actually going to be a five-part series. Um, Piaget's concepts um, are complex enough that I want to break them up into different segments. Uh, For today, we're going to go over his main concept of cognitive development and some basic terminology that you would hear uh, when this is discussed in any type of psych class, child psych, developmental, and kind of go over those basic terms. The next four segments are going to be um, one on each of his stages of cognitive development. We'll kind of get into that in just a second. So you'll see five actual podcasts come in a series for this concept. So to start off today, to give you some background, Jean Piaget was a psychologist who was looking into the cognitive process, particularly with children. Um, For many years, it was kind of believed that children are to be seen and not heard, and that they weren't really thinking and processing information until they were older. And Piaget was the first kind of revolutionary guy to say, hey, listen, children are thinking actively from day one from the moment they're born, they are trying to process and organize and understand the world around them. Um, They are thinking, they may not be able to explain it to you and they may not be able to demonstrate it to you using speech or complex writing skills, but they are processing what's going on around them. This is why Piaget designed a four-stage cognitive developmental theory that looked at changes, qualitatively based changes, uh, that occurred over the span of childhood to adolescence that showed differences in how we process and understand information. So he said, look, we're thinking from day one, but the way that we do it as we go from being an infant to a toddler to an adolescent, uh, that changes the quality and the way that we and changes and that's where his four-stage theory comes from Piaget was revolutionary in that he was more interested in if a child or person could understand the why the you know the reasoning behind their answer versus just getting the answer right so consider this Um, you can teach a three-year old to recite multiplication facts to you you can teach them to say that you know seven times eight equals 56 and that's impressive But Piaget would argue they really don't understand the meaning of what they're saying. So his theory was based on the idea that even if a child could answer a question correctly, the way he classified them into stages had more to do with their reasoning of why. Why did they believe something was the answer? And that's kind of where the complexity comes from. He also had this idea that when children were trying to understand the world around them, they started to employ something called schemes or schemas. Uh, This is basically a fancy way of saying a script. Piaget would say that we have scripts for a lot of things that occur in life, whether it be an event or like a holiday, whether it be how we organize and understand uh, interaction socially, like on a sports team or going to class, um, or even, you know, larger concepts. Basically, we have a script of how things go in our mind. And that's how we organize information. Piaget also talked about this idea of equilibrium, the idea that we're constantly trying to take in new information and either make it make sense when compared to information we already have, or to accommodate and to make room for new information that might conflict with what we already know. He called this a process of assimilation and accommodation. So basically assimilation means that we have concepts in our mind that we understand and whatever new information we are given, we kind of push that information in to fit with the schemas or understanding we already have. So for instance, if I have a dog at home, then I understand a dog is something that's fluffy with four legs and a tail. So when I walk outside and I see a cat, I might say, oh, dog. Well, that's not accurate. It meets the criteria for what I understand a dog to be, but I'm assimilating that since this creature also has four legs and a tail and is furry, it must be a dog. Accommodation is when I understand, okay, Yes, this is also a fuzzy animal that has four legs and a tail, but this is a cat. A cat is similar to a dog in some ways, but different in others. They're both animals, but now I have adjusted to understand that all four-legged creatures with a tail aren't dogs. Sometimes they're dogs, sometimes they're cats, and so on and so forth. So I'm making new accommodations for information coming in, and kind of using that equilibrium to make sense of information I already have and information I can be learning. This is also why sometimes you'll hear hear children say things like, car, when they see a boat or a plane. Because to them, an object that moves people is a car. So anything they see that is moving people or traveling through air or space or the road must be a car. Through accommodation, they learn that just because something transports people doesn't mean it's a car. It could also be a bike or a boat or a plane. And this process of equilibrium continues all throughout childhood and even our adulthood, where we're kind of shifting from one stage to the next, and we're kind of going from a process of understanding what we do know to fitting in new information and combining them. So for the next episode, we're actually going to get into the four stages of Piaget's cognitive developmental theory. They are sensory motor, pre-operational. Concrete Operational and Formal Operational, and we'll go into them a little bit more in depth one by one in each episode. So I look forward to putting those episodes out and having you join me again for those uh, specific stage-focused episodes. And in the meantime, um, you know, say thanks to Piaget because he has a, a lot of effect on how we learn in classrooms. You know, without him saying that children are active thinkers and they're constantly processing information, uh, you know, our education system and schools may look a lot different. If you've enjoyed today's episode of Psych Segments, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook for more psychological knowledge and to suggest topics for future episodes. This podcast exists so that you can survive Psych 101. Thanks for listening.